Hello, and welcome to Conundrum, a series of short stories written by John Lanyap, read by GK. Enjoy. Book three, The Uncovering. Life for Priscilla Tate was difficult. To say that her family life was dysfunctional would be a total understatement. With an abusive father and a neurotic mother, she ran away from home at 15. When she was 18, she became an exotic dancer. The unscrupulous owner of the club where she danced coerced her into performing in softcore porn films. With her underage looks, she became a mainstream porn star at 21. Her stage name was Cutie Pie. After 10 years in the business, she retired. She invested her earnings well enough to be able to move to the quiet seaside village of Mystic, Connecticut, where she bought a house. After a few minor surgical adjustments to her, to her face and breasts, she became almost anonymous, almost. Once she settled, she developed a daily, a daily routine. Monday through Friday, she would stop at Rice Eatery for breakfast. Then she would take a two mile walk around the Mystic Seaport and to round out her day, she does four hours of volunteer work at the New London Area Food Coalition. Then she goes home. The regular routine made life feel normal for Priscilla. One morning as Priscilla was sitting at her usual table next to the window at Rise having breakfast, a waitress by the name of Terry was topping off her coffee mug. Terry asked, Miss Tate, may I sit with you for a moment? Sure you can, said Priscilla. And please call me Priscilla. Okay, Priscilla, said Terry. Do you see the gentleman sitting at the table by himself on the other side of the room, Terry asked. Priscilla looked across the room and then she said, yes, what about him? Well, his name is Todd Weiss. He is on the town council. He's widowed and unusually shy. He couldn't bring himself to come and disturb you while you were eating. He knows that you come here regularly for breakfast. So he asked me to ask you if he could join you for breakfast tomorrow. Priscilla looked back across the room at the man. He waved at her. She waved back. Then she told Terry, tell him he can join me the day after tomorrow. Terry said, okay, can I get you anything else? Nope, I'm good, said Priscilla. Then Terry walked over to Todd's table and told him what Priscilla said. He smiled to himself paid for his meal and left. Before he got in his car, he looked toward the window where Priscilla was seated, smiled and nodded to her. She nodded back. When Priscilla returned home that evening, she got out her laptop and sat down at the kitchen counter. Snuggles, her pet cat, jumped up on the counter and walked over to her for a rub. She opened the laptop and Googled the name Todd Weiss. A brief history of the man's public service life appeared on the screen. 
a more detailed search revealed that he is a native of Connecticut, that he was an outstanding, outstanding baseball player in college, that he married his college sweetheart and that she died in a boating accident, that he was elected to town council and received numerous awards for his work in the community. Looking closer, Priscilla couldn't help noticing how handsome Todd looks in his more recent pictures. That touch of gray just above his ears really accents the gray in his eyes, she said to herself. Satisfied with her search, she closed her laptop, picked up snuggles, and walked into her bedroom. As she sat down on the side of the bed, she looked down at snuggles and said, Should I do this, snuggles? The cat meowed and jumped out of her arms onto the floor. Todd was on pins and needles that morning. He had gotten up early so that he would be at the rise before it opened. As soon as the manager unlocked the door, he walked in and sat down. Terry walked up to his table holding a tray. On top of the tray was a coffee mug and a pot of hot coffee. She set the mug on the table in front of Todd and began filling it. Big day, huh, Mr. Wise, said Terry. He nodded his head and said, I'm as nervous as a schoolboy on his first date. What time does he usually get here, asked Todd. Nine-ish, usually, said Terry. Tell you what, I'll ring the cook's bell three times to signal you when I see her drive up. That'll be great. Thanks, Terry, said Todd. Todd was sipping his coffee and reading the local news on his laptop when he heard the call bell ring three times. He felt his heart quicken. He kept looking at the screen of his laptop to appear busy. When Priscilla walked in, she came directly over to his table and said, Will you join me for breakfast, Mr. Weiss? Uh, well, uh, yes, definitely, said Todd. Priscilla started over to her usual table next to the window while Todd gathered his laptop and coffee mug. When he got to her table and before he sat down, Todd officially greeted Priscilla. Good morning, Mrs. Tate, he said. Good morning, Mr. Wise, said Priscilla. Then he sat down. Would you mind if I take care of breakfast this morning, Todd said. Not at all, said Priscilla. Terry came over to the table with a coffee mug for Priscilla. She filled Priscilla's mug and asked Todd if he needed a refill. No, I'm good for now, said Todd. The usual, Miss Tate, said Terry. Yes, that'll be fine. Thank you. Well, what do council people do, she asked. In a nutshell, we manage the finances of the city. We set sales tax rates. We distribute funds to the various city departments and oversee the, the performance of public employees. It's a hard job, but somebody has to do it, he quipped. She smiled. How long have you lived in our fair city, he asked. A little over a year, she replied. It's nice and quiet, and the people are friendly enough, she said. So you're actually still learning where things are, huh? He said. I suppose so. I've got my routine and my cat. But it would be nice to visit some of the more interesting sites. That's it. That's if I could find someone to show them to me, she said. 
I'd love to be your guide whenever you're ready, he said. Just then, Terry returned with her meal. What are you having, Mr. Wise? Terry asked. Hash and eggs, he said. Suddenly, Todd's cell phone buzzed. It was an alert, he said, to let him know that he has a meeting at 10.30. Cancel that order, Terry, he says. Then he looks at Priscilla and says, I'm sorry, I've got a meeting in 30 minutes. Can we do this again tomorrow? You've got a deal, she said. He looks at Terry and says, put this on my tab. Sure thing, Mr. Wise, said Terry. See you tomorrow, he says. Todd picks up his laptop and leaves. When he gets to his car, he stops and looks towards the window where Priscilla is sitting. He smiles and nods at her. She smiles and nods back. Priscilla and Todd eventually agreed to meet each other for breakfast on Tuesdays and Thursdays. They also agreed to get together every other Saturday to go sightseeing. Somewhere along the way, Priscilla became comfortable enough to let Todd have her cell phone number. He promised to call her only if something came up that would prevent them from being together. When, then he reciprocated and gave her his phone number. During breakfast one morning, they were sitting together eating and talking when Priscilla instinctively realized that she really liked Todd. She smiled that coy smile of hers. Todd had seen that smile often enough to know that it meant that Priscilla was inwardly pleased with something. He hoped it was about him, but he didn't ask. Then Todd said, one of my friends from college is being honored for his community service at an annual banquet in Hartford. I'd appreciate it if you would go with me. Priscilla, sipping her coffee, swallowed hard. Sitting her mug on the table, she asked, when is the event? A week from tomorrow, said Todd. You don't have to answer right now, but I've got to RSVP him by next Tuesday. She said, okay, I'll let you know Saturday. The rest of the day as Priscilla went about her routine, she thought about Todd's request. She weighed how she felt about Todd against the minute possibility of someone seeing past the alterations she'd made to her body for the sake of anonymity. At home that night, she sat at her vanity looking into the mirror at her own reflection. She thought to herself, I have nothing to be ashamed of. I've done what I've had to do in my life. To hell with it, I'm going. When Priscilla and Todd met Saturday morning to go sightseeing, Todd said, I have a surprise for you. Have you ever been sailing? No, I haven't, Priscilla said. Well, I've arranged for us to take a two-hour charter to Fisher's Island Sound. It is so beautiful this time of the year. You're going to love it, I promise, said Todd. Okay, then, let's go, said Priscilla. Once on board, Todd introduces Priscilla to Captain Taylor and the crew of the sailboat Mamie. The captain escorted them to the galley for a light breakfast before casting off. Then it was on to the sound. It was a perfect day for sailing. Clear blue skies and calm waters. Todd and Priscilla sat close together at the stern of the boat. They watched the other colorful, colorful sailboats pass by as they sailed along. 
As the boat swayed, Todd gently put his arm around Priscilla's waist. She looked at him and smiled. She thought to herself how good it felt to be held by someone who actually cared about her. The two hours went by quickly and soon they were back at the dock. Todd and Priscilla thanked Captain Taylor. He tipped his hat to them and they walked away. As they were walking back to their vehicles, Todd reached for Priscilla's hand. They walked hand in hand the rest of the way. Reaching their vehicles, they stopped and stood face to face. Priscilla said, thank you for a wonderful morning. Todd said, you're very welcome, Priscilla. For a moment, they stood there looking into each other's eyes. Then Todd leaned forward ever so much. Priscilla leaned in and made up the remaining distance between them. Their lips met and for a few seconds, all of her cares and worries faded away. When Todd pulled back, Priscilla's eyes were still closed. He smiled and said, I've got to be going. Ah, uh, yeah, right, Priscilla said. But before you leave, the answer is yes. I'll go with you to the banquet, Priscilla said. That's great, said Todd. I'll forward the particulars to your email address. Okay, she said. Well, I'll see you Tuesday for breakfast, said Todd. I'll be there, said Priscilla. Todd pulled into Priscilla's driveway a little before 6 p.m. He walked up to her front door and rang the doorbell. When Priscilla opened the door and Todd saw her, he said, you look fantastic. Well, thank you, Todd, Priscilla said playfully. Come on in for a minute. I need to put Snuggles in, his, in her room. As Todd watched her walk away, his mouth watered. Her black gown caressed the curves of her body, and the plunging back line of her gown was almost too much for him to bear. Priscilla walked down the hallway with Snuggles right behind her. She opened the door and Snuggles trotted in, then she closed the door. As she walked back, she stopped at the counter to pick up her wrap and her clutch purse. I'm all ready, Priscilla said. All right then, the next stop is Hartford, Todd said. Todd drove to the main entrance to the, the Connecticut Convention Center. When he stopped, the doorman walked over and opened the door for Priscilla. Good evening, madam, the man said. A valet opened the door for Todd and gave him a small tag with a number on it. Todd gave his keys to the valet and he walked around to Priscilla. She took his arm and they walked in. As they walked together, Todd complimented Priscilla on how lovely she looked again. They followed the signs to the hall where the banquet, banquet was being held. When they reached the double doors of the great hall, the two doormen opened the doors for them and they strode in. A woman at the kiosk asked which party they were with. Jack Bremen, Todd said. They were escorted to the Bremen table. Arriving at the table, they were met by Todd's friend, Jack. Todd said, Jack, I'd like for you to meet Priscilla Tate, my date for this evening. Pleased to meet you, Miss Tate, said Jack. Then Jack introduced Priscilla to his family and friends. A few minutes later, the lights of the Great Hall were dimmed and the lights on the stage came up on the band. 
the band leader waved his wand up to ready the band. When he lowered his wand, the band began to play In My Life by the Beatles. When the band concluded the tune, the master of ceremony walked across the stage to the microphone. He welcomed everybody and gave a brief overview of the evening's proceedings. The first half of the ceremony took an hour and a half to complete. Then came the intermission. Priscilla took this opportunity to go to the ladies' room. She waited her turn patiently. Once she had finished, she walked over to the basin to wash her hands. Then she leaned forward to check her makeup. When she straightened up, she adjusted her gown. Just as she was pulling it down in the back, another woman came out of one of the stalls. When Priscilla pulled down the back of her gown, she unknowingly revealed a very unique tattoo that rested in the middle of her back, just above her buttocks. When the other woman saw the tattoo, she knew who Priscilla was. The other woman turned and walked out of the door unnoticed by Priscilla. During the second half of the ceremony, there were whispers and looks at the Bremen table. Because the lights were dimmed, no one paid any attention. The woman from the ladies' room had spread the word about who Priscilla really was to her friends. The woman knew this because she and several other couples in her circle of acquaintances engaged in group sex, wife swapping, and watching porn. At the end of the ceremony, Priscilla excused herself to go to the ladies' room again before getting back on the road to Mystic. While she was gone, one of the male attendees caught up with Todd and pulled him to the side. He began telling Todd about his date and who she really is. The man apparently said something derogatory about Priscilla because the next, the next second he was flat on his back from a punch to the jaw from Todd. People started pointing and staring. Just then Priscilla walked up and Todd reached for her hand and they headed out of the door. Todd gave the number tag to the valet. Moments later, they were in Todd's vehicle. Priscilla could see that Todd was upset. He was holding the steering wheel so tight that his knuckles were turning white. What's the matter, Todd, she asked. Do you really wanna know? Do you really wanna know? Yes, I do, said Priscilla. After a long pause, Todd asked, who is cutie pie? Conundrum, a series of short stories by John Lanyap will return next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Thank you for listening.